Hello, everyone. Welcome to Perfect Timing Podcast. I am your host, Sydney Chandler Monet, and today I have an amazing young lady with me. She is probably like the epitome of just like beauty, grace. She is Miss USA, everyone. I'm joking. It's okay. <laughs> but please, everyone, help me give a warm welcome to Miss Karis Rogers. Woo! What a period. Hey. Uh, period. Hey. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to join me. She's in her little Los Angeles coop right now. I've never, I've never been. Really? No. Where, where are you from? I'm in Maryland currently. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So I'll go on the other side. Um, but I would love to go one day. You know, if, if you ever need like you know like a roomie or like just like a fun day, uh, you know who to call. <laughs> exactly. I'll call you right up, fast in a hurry. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and read her bio for you guys. She is like, she, oh, firstly, she's 16. So once you hear what I'm about to read off, um, you know, just, just buckle up a little bit, uh, relax, uh, and just take in everything, all right? <laughs> so like I said, Karis Rogers is 16 years old from Los Angeles, California, who is the CEO of her apparel brand and social movement, Flexing in My Complexion, and, and, and excuse me, an advocacy for anti-bullying. She's the youngest designer to have her line presented at New York Fashion Week when she was just 10 years old. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, and her clothes can be seen worn by Whoopi Goldberg, Lupita, and Alicia Keys, and so much more. Uh, and to top it all off, she's the author of her first children's book called Shine Bright, which can now be bought at your local Target and wherever books are sold. <laughs> standing ovation that's thank awesome. you thank of you course. so what's been going on in life you have so much going on your book is now being sold in target you have you know like all these things you have going on so try to i want to know your story of how like you know you grew up and you wanted to say like hey i think because of the experience i've had maybe with bullying or anything else social like that i've been going through that you wanted to start your you know apparel brand you wanted to start writing your children's book i want to know the whole story behind that Okay, so growing up, I was always teased about my dark skin complexion. I had no confidence in myself. My self-esteem was so low. It was so bad. And um, I experienced a lot of colorism and racism growing up because at first I went to a more predominantly white school. And then when I switched from that school, I that's where I experienced colorism, where you're being teased by someone in your in your race. But, you know, we all look the same. So, you know, I wasn't really understanding, but we all come in different shapes, colors, sizes and everything. So I was kind of confused. Um, and so going through that, I feel like it brought me down a lot. Like growing up, I was so shy but like at home I was just loud and singing around the house like I had no self-control <laughs> um but like when I would get around other people I would like put myself in a box because I wasn't comfortable speaking up because I know every time I did speak up someone was always talking about me or teasing me or something and so um fast forward a little bit to how I wanted to start flexing my complexion I went viral on Twitter for the hash. My sister posted a picture of me and went viral on Twitter with the hashtag flexing in her complexion. And after that tweet went viral, I was just a regular kid at first one day and then the next day I wasn't. Um, and like reading the comments, everyone was telling me like, you're so beautiful, I love your hair, I love your skin, I love everything about you. And I'm just like, these are the exact same things I was being teased about growing up. And um, I was just like, the, that same day, I was like, we should create a clothing line called Flexing in my complexion. And my mom gave me $100. And then we started like 
a few days later, actually, Taylor, my sister Taylor made the website and it, it sold out in 10 minutes. And then ah, after that, it's wow. just, I've continued to grow my brand and grow myself um, because Flex My Complexion isn't just a clothing line. It's a movement. Um, it's also I have a foundation behind it as well. Um, it's just something that I want to use to empower a lot of young kids and adults. Absolutely. And I love that. And, you know, I've me, unfortunately, I've experienced the same thing when it comes to either like racism or colorism and just like I have an older sister. I have two older sisters, actually, who have a lighter you know, skin complexion than mine. I guess you can consider them white skins. Um, and I'm more of like a brown skin. You know, she had longer you know her curl pattern was longer than mine mine was like more kinky and short and you know like every day I would just question like why did would she get all the attention when we would go out you know like why is her hair so much easier to do why is it longer than mine it was just kind of like stuff that kind of brought me down and when I eventually learned to you know like try kind of get out of like my low self-esteem kind of like era and age just like believing myself in that I'm beautiful in my own skin I think someone who really inspired me was um Sky Jackson from Jesse just like seeing her you know like just on Disney Channel and stuff like that I was like yeah because she was like growing up she was like one of like the first black girls that I ever seen and then actually now because now we're really good friends and I met her I was like first time I met her I was like I was like, bro, I looked up to you and now being close friends with some of the people that inspired you growing up, it's it's amazing to even have them on your side because they created a path for you to go in and do the exact same thing. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm really like disheartened that, you know, people would know, like kind of like disgrave you for the way that you look, because when my mom showed you showed me uh, your headshots. I, I took a minute. I was like, this girl is so stunning. Like, I wish you, I, it's going to be posted like when the flyer goes out, but like, you are just so beautiful. Like everything that you do just radiates and like your personality shows through, you know, on your Instagram page and your social media posts, and, like everything that you do. I'm like, this girl just seems like a warm hug, you know? <laughs> like, I'm so glad that you're using your platform to, you know, show people that, you know, this is what a black girl is. This is what a black girl can be. And you can too. Mm-hmm, exactly I feel like everyone loves my personality I used to not be like, like I'm just like oh I'm already having a blast I used to not be like this at all I literally was just quiet like I would not be talking like now I like to talk like I'm express myself I'm gonna tell you how I feel I used to not be like that at all so I've came a long way me too, me too. <laughs> so you are the youngest ever to have your line presented at New York Fashion Week my mm-hmm. goodness how did you get that opportunity? And, you know, what was the experience like for you? Oh, um, the experience was crazy. But when I first found out, oh, this is literally like right when everything was happening, like everything was happening all at once for me, interviews back to back, traveling back to back, everything was just happening uh, at this one time. And um, I was coming home from school one day at this time, I wasn't homeschooled. And um, my sister was like, we're going to New York Fashion Week. And I was like, girl, no, we not. And then, <laughs> um, then she was like, actually, we showcased at New York Fashion Week. I was like, oh, we doing both. <laughs> oh okay and like I was just I didn't believe it at all at first I feel like even when we got there I still didn't believe it uh like even when like it was all happening I was just like yo I'm confused like literally whole time I was just like in awe the whole freaking time and now I still am the youngest designer to ever showcase any year fashion week but I feel like it was so important to me because I knew in my mind that I was creating another path for another young 
black kid to come do the exact same thing as me. Absolutely. Where do you see Lexington and my complexion going, you know, like maybe in the next five, 10 years, where do you want to see it go? Um, this year we actually just bought a warehouse, um, for flexing my complexion. Um, and so that's step number one is, it's hecka big in there. I was like, oh my God, I'm flabbergasted. But, um, I want to have my own clothing store. I want to have my own storefront in LA. Um, I feel like that's always been a dream of mine. I feel like I'm getting closer and closer to it. It just takes down to me actually having the confidence to do it because, you know, sometimes you get stuck in your mind that maybe people won't come to the store or anything, but you just have to have confidence in yourself. And yeah, I feel like now I'm just trying to figure out how I'm going to go about it. But I feel like that's something that I really, really, really want to do with like some of my complexion. Absolutely. And you can, and you have, you're starting to do it already. And I'm so proud of you and everything that it is that you have going on. Uh, but you seem so knowledgeable and just, you knowing like, you know, not getting in your own head, you know, like seeing past the people who bullied you when you were younger. Uh, what do you think at your 16 year old age um, is the biggest advice that you have received? Oh, the biggest advice I have ever received. Like you said, don't get stuck in your head. I can only stop myself. No one else could stop me. I got to keep going. I'm the one who wants to do this at the end of the day. I'm the one that got to keep pushing. I'm the one that's supposed to be passionate in what I want to do. No one could stop me but myself. I've been in rooms with people where I'm the youngest person up in there. People are in their 40s and 50s starting businesses. And I'm just like, am I supposed to be here? Right. And I feel like that also inspires me because I'm like, I'm 16 doing something that people just now doing in their 30s and 40s and I feel like that's inspiring to a lot of kids because we're we're stuck in this mindset where a lot of adults teach us that we can't have a voice or we're not able to start a business or get a job or anything when literally we can we just have to be the ones to put our minds to it and research Absolutely. And, you know, like I felt the same way, you know, when I started my podcast, I started my podcast when I was 15 years old and, you know, everyone was like, oh my gosh, that's so amazing that you're starting everything. Like with the organization that I'm with Elite Conversations, you know, I'm like the only teenager out of like, I think 40 other people. And it's just like, well, first of many, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like kind of exciting to see like where things can go um, in that sort of way. Um, but I also want to know, like, what did it feel like to you to see, you know, like Whoopi Goldberg and Lupita from the, like, firstly, she's studying as well. So like, mm-hmm. how does it feel to see them wearing your clothing and, you know, being presented and shown in such a popular way? It's awesome. Even for them to even reach out after the fact, you know, always checking on me. Alicia texts me like every month, like just making sure that I'm good and see what I'm up to. And I feel like, it's crazy because I used to look up to these people and I still do. And, and now you literally have their contact. Like, exactly, which is insane. I wouldn't even think that I could go on and taste this person that respond. Like that is it's crazy to me, but it's it's so awesome. Even working with Lupita, because after that, um, her she dropped her book, So We, and I was able to create a collection with her on her book, which was super exciting. Um, yeah, even to work with some of the people after the fact, I even recently worked with Sean Mendez, um, which was awesome. And I'm just like, doing all this, it's just, I feel like I haven't even processed half of this stuff already. I'm not even processing it. It's not even happening to me. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. And I'm super grateful that I get to do this all right now while I'm young and maybe when I'm 2021 20, I could retire per oh, 
really yeah to have your whole like penthouse your whole life together you know maybe two dogs and three if you really wanted to <laughs> but thank you so much for joining me thus far Karis I've been having an amazing time with you just talking about everything that you have going on just like what's going up coming up next for you in your life like thank you so much for taking the time to join me today we'll be right back after this break Hey, this is Sydney Cherlinone, and I'm so excited to share with you my international podcast, Perfect Timing, that will be broadcasting on Mondays at 2 p.m. through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and so much more. We will have outstanding guests that will talk about their passions, goals, and dreams. Make sure you tune in and have a seat at the table where we will create a voice for us every Monday at 2 p.m. This is Sydney Collins of Perfect Timing. Have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business? Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? Commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, Check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website, email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com, or call us at 301-900-5703. There are many people that need to know about the wonderful products and services you have to offer. Let Elite Conversations help you to get the word out. Again, I'm back here with Ms. Karis Rogers, her own CEO, author, and everything in between. And we're talk- just talking about you know, her story, how she got to be where she is today, and how proud I am of her because of that. Uh, but we want to get into one of the main reasons why we brought you here, your book called Shine Bright, which I absolutely adore. I got it myself on Amazon and it came like a day later, which I absolutely love. And I'm just skimming through seeing you know, like the beautiful imaging and just like black girls being represented in such an adorable way, like at a skate park and just like hanging out all together. And I absolutely love that. Um, so what was your inspiration behind Shine Bright? Um, the, my inspiration behind Shine Bright, for one, I wanted to let any brown, fair skin, freckle skin, anybody to know that you are beautiful no matter what. And it doesn't matter what other people think of you, only what you think of yourself. And I feel like writing this book I wanted to take away a little bit from my story because growing up, I thought I was alone. And I know there's millions of other kids that feel like they're alone today. And I want to let them know that you're not alone in any situation that you ever go through. And um, figuring out what I wanted, the I feel like the hardest part about writing the book was figuring out the stories I wanted to touch on. But I feel like I really, really need to touch on was a little bit of racism. Because even through like kids, you know, they're probably like, oh, you know, kids ain't racist. You know, they don't know nothing about that. No, this stuff is taught at home and they bring it to places, school, anything. And I feel like the character Imani in my book um, and having a support system from her sister and her sister showing her ways that she could shine bright, showing her ways that she could be herself and express who she is, not through just her clothes, her hair, her shoes. She could do it through her personality, the way she makes friends or anything. And I feel like Shine Bright is just another story for me to, another way so I can tell my story to millions of other people. 
Absolutely. Do you have a favorite line in the book? Oh, actually, I do. Hold on. It's in darkness that you will discover your superpower. Shine bright and remember you are enough. And even when things are meant to separate us, there's always a way to bring us together. Shine bright because you are hope and you are brave. And in this part says, most important, Imani, your dark skin makes you special. Your dark is magnificent. It is what makes you stand out in a room full of people. And I actually wrote that part myself, Per. Uh, <laughs> um, and so I feel like I like that part so much because it's something that I was taught growing up by my grandmother because she's actually the one that taught us to flex, told me about flexing in my perplexion because she's from the South, so she always created like these crazy sayings and um taking that message from her, I feel like, and just incorporating it into my book. Um, and I feel like that's one of my favorite parts of the book of all. No, yeah, I love that. It literally like warmed my heart and like melted it completely. Just like <laughs> hearing it, just like hearing you like read off your own work. I, I bet it would be like, just kind of like a revealing, just kind of feeling for you. Just like- Yeah, it is. Myself. And, you know, you were talking about, you know, the stories that you wanted to depict and what you really wanted to touch on. So what was kind of like the timeline of you writing this book? How long did it take you? Um, first we started before COVID and then we took a break and then we got back like in the middle of COVID. And then that's when it started to get serious. <laughs> um, it was like finding an illustrator, finding, going through all these different people, trying to figure out what I wanted my book to look like. Cause I'm a perfectionist. And I feel like going through that, that was like one of the hardest parts that took us a while. And then um, after that, everything started rolling in super fast. Um, all the artwork, everything, different designs. Um, the timeline was super, super fast. It was like, it was like a year and a half. Or oh, that's two. not bad. Yeah, it wasn't that long. Other people, I've been here like three years. Some people really be cracking down on these books, but they end up publishing like amazing things. So, you know, like time and effort brings us something beautiful and you did exactly that <laughs> <laughs> yes thank you thank you but I also want to touch on you know like why do you think it is important that our generation specifically because we love generation z yes um why do you think it's important that we really touch on diversity and inclusion um I think it's important because we live in a time where looking at television now you're seeing more girls that look like us but I still feel like sometimes it's not enough because I still see shows where it's just that one black girl you know she's considered as a ghetto loud girl and really we're not like that for real y'all just be saying they want to be like a so bad because they be acting just like that but, <laughs> but um I feel like diversity is super important um because I feel like the next generation, I feel like they need to see stuff that we didn't see so they could come around. And those group um, kids can be activists or a fashion designer or a singer, someone, and someone that we can all look up to, I would say. And I feel like this is super important because growing up, I didn't really see that. And Princess Tiana still only being the Black, only the still only the black princess or whatever I feel like we just need to see more of us and I feel like now some people are just doing it because it's a trend they think and when it's really not it's just we're so used to seeing girls with straight long hair where the kinky girls at where the kinky hair girls at like right. I want to see someone that looks like me so I can be a little bit more inspired by the story I would say <laughs> 
Absolutely. And I couldn't agree more with that, you know, just like even on some like Netflix shows and like Disney shows, I'm just kind of like, all right, we got a black girl in there. She doesn't really think or act or look like me for most of the part, but it's okay. At least, you know, but you know, it only, you know, pushes us more to be like, maybe we can get these people that look more like us into these rooms and on in front of these cameras and doing the things that they do. And, you know, like when did Prince and the Frog come out? 2009, I was four. So I think that was when I, I think I had a tea party and I dressed up and like, this is when like stuff was good back, back in the day. And they made like really good quality, like Princess Tiana dresses. I had one of those. I'm pretty sure my mom, she bought like one of the huge ones and she surprised me with it. I was like, my mom's a princess. <laughs> And so like, we even went to the movie theater because it was during the time when it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, my birthday's like in November. So like it came out during that time. And I just remember like sitting there like this, like <laughs> in a ball, like the entire time, like there's someone that looks like me and she can cook and she can sing and she has her own restaurant. Hello. Like Hello. all in one package. Exactly. Love her. <laughs> we need another one. That's what I'm saying. What, what would her name, if you could get go into like Disney studios, if you go, if you could go to Pixar, what would you name this new princess? What would she do? What would her story be? Child, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. But a lot of like the black Disney movies or anything, we all kind of turn into like animals in some part of the movie. Heavy hmm. pizza, yeah. No, I she was around <laughs> the entire time for 75 percent of the like, movie. Even like in the movie Soul, where the guy was black. And then he turned into I like didn't a even cat. realize that. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know what I will. I love Soul. I think about that. I loved it. That was one of my. I, I like the movie. I kind of teared up a little bit. I did too. I was like, that's how I think. Like it was very. <laughs> yeah, I love Soul. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I don't have to think about that one. That's a great question though. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can co-op on it. We can just go to picture ourselves and just be like, all right, get the sketchbooks, get the directors in. We're starting this today. We're doing that together. <laughs> today right now (laughs) so you're talking about like all these things that you do you know like you you're in these rooms you know you're talking to alicia keys once a month all the time and also quick side note which i think is really funny i saw that you thought um lotto texted you for your birthday (laughs) what happened with that i was just talking about this like literally right before i got on here okay so boom, I've been a lot of fans since day one, like before she was even on a rap game, like before she came up at all, like I was literally on YouTube watching Miss Mulatto all day, every day. She was some song, I gotta see you. And yeah. that was my song, that was my song. Before she got on a rap game, so when she got on a rap game, I was still a fan. After that, I was still like Lotto, 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 like I gotta be Lotto. And so one time in 2017, um, she had a store in Atlanta. And so when I went to Atlanta, I went to her store. So I was like, I begged my sister, like, if I don't go to the store, I'm really going to cry. Like, I have to go. And so I posted it on my Instagram story and I tagged her in it. And she texted me a hard eyes, kissy face, and a wave emoji. And, you know, sometimes when you text somebody, you didn't open a message, and then it showed you their last message they sent you instead of the one that you sent them. Yeah. That's- that's what it that's what it did because at my 16th birthday I walked out to her song and then I tagged her in it and that was a message that it showed me. So I <laughs> so that's literally what happened. I was in tears and then I was distraught after still because she didn't text me. But that's okay. I'm going to her concert in LA with Lizzo. 
period. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love Lizzo with my whole heart and a half, too. I recently got to work with her this year. Actually, yeah. So you've just been, like, everywhere with everyone. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Yeah, me, I'm trying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, what you, like, are, do you have, like, VIP tickets or something to, like, meet Lotto in person? No, I wish. And somebody needs to get me some. My friend Jalen. Oh, my God. I'm so mad at him. My friend Jalen, his manager took him to a Lotto concert when he was in New York. And he called me talking about some, oh, I just met Lotto. I hung up that phone so fast. (laughs) How dare. How dare. Don't even play with me. But it's okay. I'll meet her one day. No, okay. yeah, I'm manifesting that you will. Like, you have to at some point. You have to. She definitely Exactly. Knows I was crying over this girl. But I don't want her to think that I'm a crazy fan. I'm really not, <laughs> not that crazy. But you want to hear a lot of She's not. She's not. She's just, she's just a diehard fan. You know, <laughs> you're going on. She just loves you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> big Lotto. Team Big Lotto. Period. Yes. <laughs> um, but I, I started to, you know, like, for all that to say, like, you have so much going on and just, like, I want to know, like, is, do you have any positive affirmations, especially for anyone listening here today? You are currently on an international podcast. So I would lo- love to know, like, what would you say to, you know, someone who wants to be in your shoes, wants to get into this industry and just like what you say to yourself on when the days get a little hard? Um, I feel like when the days get a little hard, every, I have to look in the mirror and say affirmations to myself, like I am beautiful. I am smart. I am creative. I'm special. I feel like that's what's going to help, but that's what's going to uplift me because I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted of what's happening in the window. <laughs> um, <laughs> my sister's up in the window, but um, I have some days I don't always wake up feeling like Miss Cares popping. I don't always feel like I'm that girl. Like, I'm a, I'm a make you sing. act like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna act like I'm that girl, but y'all not gonna know I'm sweating in the morning. Like I'm almost crying because I don't feel pretty enough to walk out the house or something. And that's just my main thing. I don't ever want anyone to see me sweat. No matter what I'm going through, I'm always work through it. At the end of the day, no matter if it's week later, three weeks later, <laughs> months later, I'm gonna figure myself out because I'm not always waking up all jolly and happy. I go through stuff as well. I have bad anxiety. Mentally, I still go through a lot of stuff on my own behind flexing my complexion or anything that everyone sees me doing in the public eye. Everyone thinks I'm always like, a woo-woo happy girl all the time and really I'm not I go through stuff as well even trying to inspire other people I'm trying to inspire myself on a daily too and I feel like I try every day I try every day but knowing that I want people to know that I'm not always like that or I still go through stuff still behind running a business or traveling the world I go through stuff mentally on my own too and just letting them know just because I act like that don't mean I'm always like that exactly yeah and you know just like letting people know that because I think something like with social media is just kind of like this new thing of like you know everyone's just always happy supposedly and it's just kind of like how can I like if I'm talking to myself about like how can I you know be more realistic about and I'm like how do I let people know that it's hard running my own podcast it's hard being an entrepreneur it's hard being you know vice president of like a local like society I have in my community here in Maryland what the pressures I have being president of my student council at school and just everything I have tied into that. It's just like, no, I do not wake up. Like we are going to do this. I really don't. Sometimes one day, like I only want to give 10%, but I'm giving a hundred percent of that 10%. So it's just like, 
doing the best we can when we want to, you know, like something that I'm recently learning and just like trying to hone in on is discipline, especially as like a senior in high school, uh, college applications are happening, but I'm forcing myself to, you know, really get up and just say like, okay, you got this, you know, it's not going to be the prettiest, you know, kind of application process. It's not going to be smooth mm-hmm. and keep going, but, you know, just like taking everything one day at a time, I think it's something that has truly helped me. And I do the mirror thing too. Like I just go up and I'm like, you are her. You are that girl. Period. Like this year, I feel like I went through a lot of, I feel like this year I kind of lost myself a little bit, like coming to like towards the end of the year, I kind of, that was putting myself in positions that I feel like being young, I should not put myself in and going through stuff like that, where you feel like you're losing yourself or you're around someone that's bringing you down a little bit. And like, you're trying to you're trying to make everybody else seem like oh I'm this perfect little girl and really I'm not I went through a bad depression around this whole year like I was just trying every day and I feel like this year I was kind of trying to find out who am I and why why am I the way I am why did God give me all these blessings um, and I feel like this year was really a year where I kind of sat and actually asked myself really. The question is, who am I? When I really still don't really know, I still have time to figure out, figure it out. But I feel like after I lost myself a little bit, I kind of like need to figure out a few things and still like get on the internet and be like, yup, I'm cute, her. But yeah. you know, you got to let people know, like, it's not always a perfect day all the time. We all still go through stuff. Exactly. And you know, because you're 16, right? Mm-hmm. I was going through the exact same thing when I was your age. I'm saying when I was your age, like I'm like way older than you. I'm like <laughs> older than you. I turned 18 next month. And so it's like looking back on that period of time in my life. And I, you know, I still go through a depressive episodes every now and then too. You know, like I did not expect, especially at the beginning of my junior year, not junior, senior year to crash and burn so fast. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, I just need the world to stop and slow down. I have no idea what I'm doing. And that's what it feels like. It's just kind of like everything's just moving yeah. so fast. You know, it's just kind of like, where am I going? Like, what is happening to my body? It's just like, yeah. And in ah. your private life, you're trying to keep it all off social media, everything. It's just a whole lot, a whole lot of, <laughs> it is. It is. You sound like me. I say that all the time. <laughs> a whole lot, a whole lot. Because <laughs> like, you just got to be there to understand. It's just a whole lot. Like, <laughs> Of course. Um, but before you go, Karis, thank you so much again. And before I let you go for joining me, it's just been a beautiful and wonderful conversation. And just hearing who you are as a wonderful young woman. I hope I get to meet you in person one day. So the first time I go to LA, I will be pissed stopping at your house for sure. Yes, period. <laughs> okay. Period. I live right by the airport too. Come on. <laughs> LAX, here I am. Okay. <laughs> but thank you so much again. But before I let you go, I like to play a fun game of rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Okay, cats or dogs? Dogs, hands down. Dogs, yes. (laughs) Your favorite ice cream flavor? Daiquiri ice at Baskin Robbins. I know that sounds crazy, but it's so good. (laughs) Like strawberry daiquiri? No, it's like, I don't don't know how to explain it, but it looked like regular ice, but I don't know. I'm not explaining it. You got to try it, but it's so good. Okay, cool, cool. (laughs) Okay, the book or the movie? Hmm... Hmm. Um, I'm a movie girl. I like watching movies. Yeah. I like reading books. But I, no, I'm gonna say movie. I'm gonna say movie. Okay. All right. Get it done faster. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more, one more. 
Hmm. If you had any superpower, what would it be and why? To teleport. Because sometimes I'd be wanting to get to one play A to B to C. But you have to enjoy the journey. No. Right. See, okay, if it was a plane ride away, then I would teleport. Because I know it's like I, I seem to travel like almost anywhere. But I, I, I'm learning every time I, that I do that I, I hate flying. I don't like it. I don't like flying either. But like, I just can't be in one spot for too long. Like, I'd be ready. I mean, I'm from my friends. I'd be like, dang, what if we could just go right there right now? But we ain't got no ride. So like, <laughs> right. Wait, can you drive yet? I can. <laughs> I can. <laughs> I'm laughing. I can drive. But I ain't been on the streets. Like I drove like around my neighborhood. Like you know, I haven't been like on an actual like light stop. You know, yeah, yeah. I could drive though. I wanted to get a car, my sweet sixteen. I didn't get one because I ain't got my permit yet. But that's okay. That's okay. No, yeah, I was. I felt like I was never gonna get out of the parking lot. Like my mom, <laughs> like she was like, "You're not growing on the roads." I'm like, "Why not?" But like, I, I eventually figured out why. Um, but now <laughs> I'm an amazing driver. I've been driving for almost a year. And yeah. I'm great. <laughs> of course. Before I let you go, why don't you tell my listeners how they can reach and follow you? You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Karis Poppin, K-H-E-R-I-S-P-O-P-P-I-N, period. You can follow Flex My Complexion on Instagram at Official Flexin in My Complexion. And then on Facebook, it's just Flex My Complexion. And make sure I go shop Flex My Complexion at FlexMyComplexion.com and buy my new book, Shine Bright, at HarperCollins or wherever books are sold per. Absolutely. Thank you so much again. And thank you to my listeners for listening. And this is perfect timing.